22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. For all this time, I thought that running this podcast was difficult. And then I had a one-year-old birthday party, and I realized it's not that hard. How did you convince anyone you were (laughs) one-year-old? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) All right, welcome to another comic book wannabe blasphemy, whatever, (laughs) episode. I I didn't have nothing. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later. Which number is this? 78. Are you sure? I got it this right. It's his age. That's why I'm sure. Oh, wow. (laughs) How many corny jokes you tell within a week? I was waiting for the gong, actually. <laughs> that wasn't over, the, over line. the top. That wasn't over the line. Trust me, we'll get there. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me is the man who takes your childhood and destroys it with the precision of a surgeon. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I still don't understand why you wouldn't let me graft a laser cannon on your chest to crush those who disobey you, but I guess we're just two different people. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, the man who wheels the soundboard is giving a mic. God knows why. Please give it up for Ralph the Tech. You know, if you really want to piss off your neighbors, get a puppy and give it the same name as their child. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 Come here, Timothy. <laughs> Imagine you named it after your wife. Oh. <laughs> oh. There you go. See, that would be pretty over the top. And that's the end of the show. Four <laughs> Bitches be tripping. <laughs> and of course, in the guest chair, who's actually making a permanent butt print on it, is the man, the voice, Big Kev, aka Bat Kev. Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> Forgot about that. Was that actually her first name? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. You know, how people are like they have a real um, first name, but then they use their middle name a lot of the times. So that's what it was. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be reviewing episodes eight through thirteen of the Netflix series Daredevil season two, and then we'll talk more about the new DC animated movie Justice League versus Teen Titans. But first, let's roll up our sleeves and let's not do anything because Mike's gonna take this time to give us the latest in the geek industry let's go to the quick news and now the quick news with michael finance guy and ralph and Kai. and big kev god damn it <laughs> <laughs> you're not that permanent <laughs> hipster tom will kill you on that one. Oh <laughs> man hey, 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 hey. the <laughs> levi's from my jeans is imprinted <laughs> in the guest chair <laughs> Which which will disturb hipster time because it's like I don't wear those jeans. <laughs> I was oh, trying to think of something so, that hipsters so, wear. So corporate, Levi's. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, it's not made of twill. <laughs> what you got there, Mike? All right. Remember when announcing a Keanu Reeves movie was met with laughter and much eye rolling? Well, ever since 2014's John Wick put Reeves back on the action star radar, fans have been itching for more, and more is indeed on the way. John Wick Chapter 2 is real, and Summit Entertainment finally released a synopsis of the upcoming feature. Quote, Keanu Reeves returns in the sequel to the 2014 hit as legendary hitman John Wick, who is forced to back out of reti—he's um, forced back out of retirement by a former associate plotting to seize control of a shadowy international assassins guild. Bound by a blood oath to help him, John travels to Rome, where he squares off against some of the world's deadliest killers. End quote. The much-anticipated sequel will arrive in theaters February 10th, 2017. Whoa. I can't wait. Still haven't caught it. Still haven't you caught haven't it. seen I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> All right. You're off the podcast. You Mom, keep, keep, you keep kick, kicking me off the podcast? Really? Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I sit. I sit. I sit. Boy, I say. <laughs> 
dad brain. All right, <laughs> Hello, yes. my baby. Hello, my darling. All right. In the category of it's about damn time, Gerard Way is at last writing a third installment to the amazing Umbrella Academy series. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. But don't think Way has been sitting on his laurels all this time. He has been busy uh, as a bee with non-exclusive contracts at uh, DC Comics, writing Doom Patrol and co-writing Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye and Mother Panic for DC's Young Animal Print. Oh, excuse me, Imprint. Uh, no news on the release date or time for the next Umbrella Academy adventure, and no indication if Gabriel Ba will return as the artist. Interesting. I mean, I like that. The whole thing about that book was so interesting, from yeah. the writing to where they went to the art. It's fantastic. Yeah, it, was it, just, it was really well done. And you guys talked about it episode five, right? When, when, I, when I wasn't here. You guys talked about Umbrella Academy. Oh, I, I didn't remember when we did it, but I knew what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I remember I was on the way home, and I was listening, and I was like, yeah, that is a pretty good book. Have you checked that out, Kev? Umbrella Academy? All I'm thinking about is Gabriel Bob. Is he related to oh, Sideshow? No, just Bob. <laughs> oh, I thought I it was Bob. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. We, <laughs> we need to save that sound bite. Mike going, bah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to Bob. Did you ever read oh, uh, The Umbrella Academy, Ralph? No, I'm waiting for the movie to come out. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> wow. No, I, I downloaded it. I read like one thing of it. Okay. So you want to see the shitty version of it if you're waiting for the movie to come out? No, no I'm, I'm going to check it out because he, he told me, I just want to see that one part where uh, the girl who's called Rumor. Oh, right? I love Rumor. Oh, right. man. It's such, yeah. a, it's such a creative yeah, it's book. Really, and I can, that's why I can see him writing the uh, Doom Patrol. Wait a that's minute. That's just an odd group. I'm sorry. You have to wait your turn to drop news, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you know this, the, the, the the way we do it? Mike goes, and then I say, Ralph, well, do you have quick news? You go, do I ever have quick news? You get the sloppy seconds, man. Come on. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'll know my role now. Uh, I was okay with it. They're, they're just picky. All right. Here's, right. News that will, here's news that will have you going, yay? Uh, Marvel Studios head, Kevin Fahey, has confirmed that Marvel Studios' characters will appear in Sony's next Spider-Man movie. Now, before you're having visions of Sugar Plum Iron Man dancing through your head or caviar dreams of Hulk lending a smash, Fahey has not said which characters will appear. However, Civil War director Joe Russo did joke about Spidey meeting the Great Lake Avengers. Squirrel Girl. That would be horrible. Flat Man, Doorman. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say because Captain Immortal, I believe, was the name. Yeah. Well, of course, I keep mentioning I keep mentioning Squirrel Girl because this motherfucker keeps loving Squirrel Girl. I'm on Squirrel Girl. Great, Great Lake Avengers, bro. That's all them. Hey, she won the last, uh, you know, superhero March Madness. The The only first, last, and only (laughs) Great Lake Avengers. Great Lake Avengers. Yeah, is this like the new theme ride at um, Yellowstone? (laughs) No, they've been out since the '80s, I believe. Yeah, they introduced them. Yeah, they're just all these like reject powered heroes. Like I said, like Flatman, he's not like Mister Fantastic. But he can just become really super flat like a piece of paper and like that's it. So he's a human checkerboard. Do they fold them up and like throw him at people? Usually he just slides under their door oh. <laughs> to get to the other side. Does Immortal Man, he's like, come on, try and kill me. But I bet you can't. In other words, that's, well, I mean, the whole thing is that he dies then comes back. But like, that's all he has. He doesn't have any other power. So just imagine some regular guy attacking like a super villain. You're just going to keep getting killed. But like, you're not really making any headway into defeating your villain. I guess right. you could tire him up. Does he like come back right away? Um, I don't think it's right away, but I, I think it's soon enough. It's not that like guy makes thing. Grundy look smart. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, guys? I love Grundy. If, if it was right away, you could just tire him. I was like, you're back again? God damn. How many times are I going to kill you? I ran out of bullets already. You know what's funny? Right now, we spent more time talking about the Great Lake Avengers than the Great Lake Avengers have ever been talked about within the past 10 years. <laughs> and ever should be. And ever should be. <laughs> exactly. Marvel, send us a check, please. <laughs> Alrighty, 
There have been some decidedly awesome and unusual cross-company comic book combos, such as Superman vs. The Amazing Spider-Man, Batman vs. The Incredible Hulk, JLA Avengers, Batman Grendel, Archie Meets the Punisher, MFG vs. The World and The World Lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was real. All right. But now, all you hoes at home, get ready to have your weaves knocked off with a crossover so big, so vicious, Uh it took three companies to tame it. Oh, fuck. Dark Horse. Uh Uh-oh. IDW yeah. and 2000 AD, never heard of them, okay. have teamed up for the ultimate summer slam. Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens. What? Fuck. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I was sold on the title. I'm like, this is going in the news. I Fuck. am already downloading it. <laughs> Fuck you, take my money. <laughs> I am already downloading it right now wait. as we speak. I cannot wait. The series will be written by John Lehman with interior art by Chris Mooneyham and covers by Eisner winner Glenn Fabry. The official synopsis from Dark Horse says, quote, the crossover pits the legendary lawman Judge Dredd against the universe's supreme hunters, the Predators, as they both try to survive an onslaught by the galaxy's ultimate killing machines, the aliens. Judge Dredd and Judge Anderson have tracked a criminal cult across the cursed Earth and into the Alabama, uh, you know, Alabama morass, where a mad genetic scientist with destructive designs has acquired the best genes that evolution has to offer, a xenomorph skull. A Predator, attracted to the warm climate and superior prey, has declared hunting season as he calls for backup. All paths will cross in a mind-blowing sci-fi showdown with the fate of the Earth at stake. So wow. wait a minute, wait a minute. The Predator decides to call hunting season in Alabama. Yeah, pretty much. I love it. I Kill some it. races. <laughs> Kill some yeah. races. Predator uh, versus Judge Dredd versus Alien, number one of four. So it's not that many. I love Does, that. Does, like, the clan get killed first as, like, his warm-up? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that now. Hey, Billy Bob. What's that guy doing over there? Is he running over here? What's, what's that? <laughs> now because he have his own teeth. He's got two sets of them. <laughs> Billy Bob, tell my wife, sister, that I'll be right in. <laughs> <laughs> tell my sister, mother, lover. <laughs> so he said one through four. One. Okay. Uh, Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens. Number one of four will be available from the comic book supplier of your choice beginning July 27, 2016. It's funny because Mike always speaks with such cynicism. So when it's when he's actually telling us something really, really good. And, he actually, and it's actually something you're interested in? I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got there? All righty. Marvel Entertainment has decided to explore yet another corner of its universe. Freeform, formerly known as ABC Family, will be bringing live action, cloak, and dagger to television. Wow. The show has been reportedly ordered straight to series by Freeform. The show is being described as a superhero love story. Cloak and Dagger will follow the interracial romance between Tandy and Tyrone. Guess which one is black? Uh, <laughs> two teens from a very different background. Tandy? Uh, <laughs> Good question. They're both black. Wrong. Uh, um, two teens from very different backgrounds who are suddenly burdened with powerly, uh, excuse me, with powers and abilities of light and darkness. The duo were first introduced to comic book readers in the pages of Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, That's right. number 64, back in March 1982. That was 20 years before I was born. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they are the creations of Bill Mantlo and Ed Hannigan. So far, no actors, writers, or release dates have been announced for the series. Every time Marvel talks about something that you know that they're releasing after the, what happened this week, Mike, and we'll talk about it after the quick news, right. I'm, I'm like, is that for real? Am I, am I sure? <laughs> is that for real? We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah. All righty. At last I have here is Robert V. Conti, friend of the ever-beautiful me and former proprietor of Manhattan Comics, has a new book due out from Dynamite Entertainment titled The Art of Atari. 
The 350-page retrospective has everything to make video game know-it-alls gush with glee. Rare production and concept art, um, photos of marketing materials, and interviews with those involved in developing and marketing those classic games. The oversized hardcover was co-written with Tim Lap- uh, Lapatino and is due to arrive in stores October of 2016. Congrats to Rob and tell Victor that I'll meet him anytime in the ring. <laughs> That's his son. Um, I, I was going to say, um, okay. <laughs> That's his son. I'm well, ready to fight him. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, uh, I, was, I was really proud to see that he, uh, he got the book out. So that's fantastic. Wow. And, and do you know how big the book is going to be about? Uh, 350 pages. Wow. Yeah. It's a big book. That's I think a lot it's, of work. I think, yeah, I think it's 39.99. And you said, I don't listen. Yeah. You said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he doesn't For listen. once, you listen. <laughs> For once. I, and, and, you know, because, you know, the cap is no April Fool. Oh. <laughs> which, which I'll let him segue into his own, his own horror story of being an April Fool. All right. So... Anybody who's been on the Meanwhile 22 Pages Later Facebook page might have noticed that I put up something up the other day and it disappeared. What, you may ask? Well, um, I'm skimming through the news and um, on my Google feed, something comes up about Marvel having a couple of new um, Netflix series for season three. So they're saying that it's going to be Cloak and Dagger, it's going to be Bullseye, it's going to be all these other ones. And of course, the one that caught my eye was She-Hulk, which I've been saying for years there needs to be a She-Hulk series. She's just too good of a character to, you know, to to to, to, to lay the waste. So for me, I'm like, wow, I gotta put this up on the site. Ha! I'd be mic'd to something. So I punch it up. I I I I do everything you need to do to put it on the website. And for once, I do it correctly. I put it on the on the on our page. And then I got a text from Mike, <laughs> and Mike <laughs> says, "I know how excited you were, but you might want to either put a a uh, a uh, uh, you know, my bad." Or a just a pulling of the post all together. Cause I'm not sure if you read the bottom of that article, but the article said April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> so with my tail between my legs, I pulled the entire post all together. I'm not gonna admit that I was wrong on the page. Oh no no no! But I was so mad because I was so excited. Like for those five minutes, not, not only did I put it up and I got it everything right, but that She Hulk was getting a show. Yeah. I was so excited. So when you were talking about Cloak and Dagger right now, I'm like, you're just doing this a fucking Well, yeah, actually, I, did, I had to triple check that um, because that story came out ages ago. <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there were some vicious April Fools going around for the, for the nerds. I mean, there was the, that uh, Zack Snyder had been pulled from Justice League movies because of the, you know, uh, critical failure of the BVS. Yeah. Uh, there was another one that, uh, oh, that, they were going to delay the release of the Captain America movie for whatever reason. I forget. You know, there's right. some other like vicious things. People were like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's the first of April, people. <laughs> Just stop reading anything that comes up. You know, it's funny. I stood away from social media April 1st because I expected a whole bunch of stupidity. And thankfully, I wasn't a victim to any of this crap. <laughs> well, a lot of this started appearing on the second, oddly enough. Because I think people were busy on the first. Yeah. Well, on the first, I know, I know, I was busy. But then, I like I said, it was like the fourth, the fifth, and I'm just, and it came up on my Google feed. Yeah. It came, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me check it out. And I read it. And I didn't read it all the way through. All I had to see was She-Hulk. So done. Yeah. Putting Confession. She-Hulk is a character I find extremely sexy. Oh, dude, <laughs> uh, dude, you are not alone, my friend. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all your quick news. That's all I got. All right, Ralph. What about you? You, I know you have quick news, so do I? You acted like you did. What? Fucking ass. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so abusive to you, Ralph. I'm sorry. 
He's, he's not really sorry. I'm not at all. He's not. I'm not at all. I, it was. It sounded. Ralph, nice. I don't know why the fuck do I hate you? So much? <laughs> you know, you're I such a your fucking nice guy. Face. You know what it is when you're as awesome as I am. Oh, here we go. Hate hate is and on to the next subject. Up. So you know, but oh, wait, because I'm so awesome, small I job. Just, I just don't care. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, Anyhow, quick news has ended. You. Quick news has ended. <laughs> Kev, gave you any quick news? Uh, yeah, let's move on to the next topic. All right, cool. <laughs> so let's go on right to the um, first half of our show where we're going to be returning to the mean yet slightly gentrified streets of Hell's Kitchen as we dive into episodes 8 through 13 of Daredevil season 2. And with a synopsis, not that we can stop him, is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. People have tried. They've all, <laughs> they've all lost fingers. All right. We've stop. Stop. Got- <laughs> Look at your fingers. In the name. Oh, stop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. See, it worked. I did it. I, I would just, I would kill Diana Ross just so that she could turn over in her grave on that one. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. We've watched Netflix and Marvel get their groove on for 13 episodes of Daredevil Season 2. We gave you our best thoughts on the foreplay of Episodes 1 through 7, and now we talk about the, all the nasty positions and money shots from Episodes 8 through 13. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> all righty. Synopsis. Everyone's favorite blind punching bag is back to get his ass kicked by the hand, Electra, Punisher, Nobu, Kingpin, and Stick until they get bored or pass out from exhaustion. Uh, we left Matt and Electra standing at the edge of a very deep pit, which served as a plot point and a metaphor. Giggity. But what he really meant for, I'll leave to your imagination. All right. All right. Mar- Marcy searched for Foggy. Foggy searched for Paige. Paige searched for Punisher. Punisher searched for Blacksmith. Daredevil searched for Nobu. Nobu searched for Electra. Electra searched for Stick. Kingpin searched for a good stake in prison. And as the writers searched for a way to confuse us how Daredevil's powers worked, everyone succeeded in their quest. Uh, with more kicks than some sort of kick-generating machine, Daredevil Season 2 kicks you in the gut, the butt, and the nuts. And you'll beg for more. All right, just to remind you, it's still starring Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock, Daredevil, Aiden, uh, <laughs> Aiden Henson as Frankly Foggy Nelson, Deborah Ann Wall as Karen Page, Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple, John Bernthal as Frank Castle Punisher, Elodie Young as Electra Nachos, uh, Stephen Ryder as 88 Black Tower, uh, Blake Tower, excuse me. Sorry, he was black. I just, <laughs> I just went with it. <laughs> is he from the new Black Doom planet? <laughs> just about. <laughs> Clancy Brown is Ray Schoonover, and Michelle Hurd as DA Samantha Reyes. But not for long. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 that's Ralph's job. <laughs> eh, we're getting there. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go into it. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cap, real quick. I just want to say we don't do this enough, and I think we should start a trend. Whenever Mike writes one of these hilarious synopsis we gotta clap it up we gotta <laughs> clap it up. hit the button Ralph. there we go Ooh. We gotta clap sure because we didn't we, we, we didn't need Mike's ego to be any bigger than what it is never yeah now he's gonna go for top billing he's gonna be like you know <laughs> hey listen I stopped him you guys MFG can. and the meanwhile 22 pages later <laughs> MFG <group>. and them <laughs> <laughs> MFG and others well once again I was looking for us to get the new um, warning but I'm still working with the other, with the person I'm working with. So on why it. do you keep announcing our failures? Yeah, because this uh, one just bores Ralph all the time, and I know he's gonna say, "I want to change it." So press it already. Warning: This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Fuck Ralph. Fuck, fuck Ralph. Ralph. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Ralph. <laughs> That's I? just so mean. No, but you know what? All I'll say this, Ralph, you're contagious because now my wife is a spoiler. Yep. And she, I don't know. I, 
Yeah, she, that's, the, that's what the doctor said too. He said I'm contagious. I don't know. What he's, <laughs> what he's talking about. Oh, I think I talking about my wife. I was about to say, <laughs> why? We're gonna fight right now. Let's turn Whoa. off. These, let's turn off these mics and go at it. <laughs> That'd be the spoiler, <laughs> literally. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's why you were at my daughter's birth. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> Did Damn. you notice Riley had like a bit of a beard? Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's get right into she's it. She's always fixing your computer. <laughs> Yes, she's fixing something, my sleep habits. <laughs> All right, so Daredevil, episodes 8 through 13. Like Mike said, the ending of 7, which Ralph couldn't help himself but spoil last time anyway, was his big pit in the middle of, you know, the you building. Didn't, you didn't find that out that she was adopted in 7? It was later on. It was like episode 8 or 9 or something. Yeah, but exactly. way later on, actually. It was, yeah, but, it was somewhere actually around 11 or 12 when you actually find Because once the whole thing, though, is that... Uh, Knowing that what Ralph said, I'm like, okay, then she must be part of some other plan. So that, yes, that those little things do run through which, my head. Which leads know. to my one of my first questions. It wasn't going to be my first initially, but let's go right into that. Did you suspect there was something else, starting with eight? Did you have a feeling that, because after Ralph spoiled it, did you feel like Electra was part of something else? Yes, but only because of that. Only because of that. Yeah. So before that, you thought that maybe she was just working I on... just thought on, that she was just, you know... Just being there. You know, I didn't put any more thought one way or the other to her, you know, just I just followed the story, but now that I had this in mind, I'm like, okay, there must be some other reason than, you know. Kev, did you did you find did you have an idea that Lecture was working with somebody else within the storyline? Uh I just want to tell the listeners that we uh sorry for the noise, we dropped the body. <laughs> <laughs> one of our many victims. Oh man. To answer your question, Cap. Um Well it was light and small, so it could have been Mr. Cooper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We haven't heard from him in a while, so it could have been him. <laughs> Shout out to Ivan. All five feet of you. <laughs> he's five feet? He's five, he's five, 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 six. Prove it. He's that tall? Prove it. Well, next time we hang out, I'm going to lean my chin on his head. Uh, okay, <laughs> Which one? Oh. <laughs> I, I can't bend my back like that. <laughs> go, go ahead, Kev. You were saying. Did you suspect that Electra was part of a bigger plot point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially the minute I saw Stick, I'm like, all right, this shit is this plot is about to thicken right now because this dude coming up means some shit is about to go down. All right. Ralph. Um, Yeah. Like from the the, the flashbacks where she's like, you know, she sort of reveals that she has some sort of training, some sort of background with Stick. I was like, all right, yeah, some shit's going to go down. There's, yeah, there's... but that didn't come out until we started to know because we just knew that she knew how to fight, but we didn't know by that point, yeah. you know, yet. One stick who became she, into well, well, the well, series is that the flashbacks with him specifically. Well, once, once she got wounded, because when she got wounded, that's when Stick came and saved them. Yeah. And, you know, she couldn't obviously answer or say anything because they were just trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. So, you know, for that while, you know, you could have easily been like, okay, whatever. But I, I wasn't sure that they were tied to the Stick. I thought they were going to tie it to Kingpin. Which, Ooh, that would have been a horrible time. Yeah, but, but, you know, I was like, okay, well, I wonder how they're going to tie it in, right. but I wasn't sure. I knew something else was going on. Right. Um, how did, what, how did you expect Stick to return? Because between Stick and Punisher, I'm Punisher, between Stick and um, Kingpin, these are people from last season that they brought back. I thought they were right. going to leave last season yeah, alone I mean, I wasn't, for the most yeah. point. I wasn't expecting Stick. I mean, there was no reason to expect him, you know. Um, but it was funny that because uh, when uh, it opens up with them at the pit and, you know, the, the hand is there fighting them. And when they were both going down, I'm like, oh, well, someone's going to have to save them. And I'm like, well, Castle's still in jail. And then the moment Stick fell down, I was like, oh, well, then there we go. You know, but, <laughs> but I mean, no, I had no reason to expect him. I mean, there, there is no reason. Just like there was no reason to expect to see the Kingpin, you know, again. Because um, at first, when I actually, when I saw Stick, and then especially when I saw Wilson Fisk, 
I got nervous because I'm like, okay, that is a lot of plot you are juggling right now. But surprisingly, they did a really good job of it. Well, you know? the fist thing is all set up for the third season. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, but that's just a lot of plot. And it can generally be handled badly, even when people have 20 episodes, you know, of a, of a show to go through. But they did it you well. Know? No, that's what I'm saying. I was very surprised. I, I got very worried a little bit. Even, it wasn't like I you saw right away it was going to be handled well. It was somewhere in the, around the middle of Fisk and what was going on. And, you know, they were getting more. Now we're getting more involved with the hand, in which we, I don't want to jump too far ahead. I just wanted to say that. Like, I'm, like, getting concerned. It was getting a little bit, feeling like it could have been muddled. But then it all clarified really quickly. I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going here, you know. But what's interesting is, you know, it's funny that you're saying muddled. Because I do agree. They were trying, they threw a lot at, at some point where it felt like there was a lot going on. But this is, I guess, the benefit of having a series versus a movie. Yeah. Right. But the, what was I found really funny, though, is that, um, you know, like, you know, you heard what I thought about the... Uh, one through seven and like i said i mean i enjoyed it but i wasn't that plus i didn't dislike it i didn't feel it wasn't one of those like you have to suffer through the first seven or anything like that it's just comparatively the last six episodes were crammed with like nearly the entirety of their plot yeah <laughs> which was weird because i'm like i mean you know not faulting the first seven but i'm like you could have smoothed a little bit into that like like you know like it was just all in these last six episodes was just like wow everything happens you know I don't want to. Oh, I won't make that reference. Right. Was it a sexual reference? It where, sure was. Where it's like, all right, shit, we gotta hurry up. Let's, let's go. Whoppa! I was gonna say it's kind, <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of like you know, um, anal or vaginal doesn't matter. Um, it's it's like you it, know, it does to the recipient. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, for somebody who, who's you know the easing into it, there's the whole okay, inch by inch. Okay, we gotta move shaft. <laughs> why did he, why did he just double his normal penetration? <laughs> Compensation. Uh, there we go. <laughs> hey, you got to make up somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, usually we start with the likes. I did want to say that because uh, again, you guys jumped all over me, but I still stand by it. I did not find the fight scenes that impressive, one through seven. But again, eight through thirteen, billion percent increase. Right. So that you know, to the point again, not saying that you're not valid that you still may have liked the fight scenes. You guys, have I all, am mad that through you, this version of media, you cannot see the expression on my face <laughs> well the thing is though like it's like shock and all disgust of you, all of you had basically almost seen the entire thing so that i wonder if some of it was being colored in your memory by like how good the other fight scenes gotten because i'm like one through seven if you go back and watch one through seven they're not exciting fight scenes they really aren't but every what? other fight scene after this has been excellent you know the fight scene in the building where he's beating up the bikers come on that was one of the, that was probably the one of the right, that was Come one on. of the but that was one of the only exceptions too. That's what I'm saying. I didn't say there was not a good one. There was they weren't really that's that one of they the best on fights it. on TV history. I, I, no, I, I'm not going that far with that. <laughs> what the, going downstairs? Don't do don't do, don't name do, five more. Don't do Kevin Smith. Please don't do Kevin <laughs> name five more. I already say um, Dare, Daredevil episode two season one is better than that. Where he kidnaps the kid? The hallway fight scene in episode one was, was, was better than I think than the stairwell, you know? No. It's, it's that first really big, long, drawn-out fight scene. I really enjoyed that far. I thought it was uh, was much clever, more clever. I thought it was much more yeah. acrobatic. I, I thought well, it was It's much funny because they had talked about revisiting that hallway fight scene in episode in season two, but I guess that I, if that's what it was, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I, I just I mean, I don't, I, Again, I, I, like, I like it. I liked the, the, the stairwell, but I just... Yeah, you know, and like I said, I'm not. Um, I can't speak to to your guys' discussion because I kind of saw it all in one shot. Like I right. saw like one through four, then five through I think four. I saw five through eight, then I saw you know. So so I saw it in chunks. So my memory of it is all one long thing as opposed to the division right. of it, like we were supposed to do. Right. But I can't remember the fight scenes. I saw it all in one weekend. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. well that's, that's yeah. That's, that's, why, well, that's why I was saying that. Like maybe you guys, your opinion of the fights is a little bit more I'm colored because of it. But, but yes, um, eight through thirteen though. 
brilliant fight scenes. They were just really well done. I won't rule that possibility out. Yeah, All right. I'm just saying. Like, I did want to you know mention that because I had said that, and because uh, the I mean, if not the Punisher Jail Massacre was fucking awesome. That yes, was that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they there were just so many well done versus I thought the first seven you know episodes. But hold on, before we get to the Punisher being put in jail, the idea did you think the trial dragged or did you think the trial was too short? And this for everybody, short. It was short. I mean, I, I understand that there, this is not law and order, but I felt it was short. Me too. I, I thought it was too long. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought, That's what she said. <laughs> I give you that. Wow. Well, you gave him that? I gave him. Oh that. God. Okay. But, what, but one you, thing though. That's what I told her. <laughs> but one thing I didn't. And she uh, laughed with the trial that I didn't like though. Um, and it's nothing to do with the trial itself. I didn't understand because uh, and I had mentioned this in the synopsis and I'm and it's, I'm going to bring back uh, to this um, probably several times when we're talking about different things that happened uh, through the episodes. Like that was one of the moments again where I'm like, what are you trying to tell us about Matt's ability? Like. Remember when they bring the Punisher in mm-hmm. and people are just like, you know, as you imagine, they're 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 hating the Punisher and they brought the Punisher in. So, of course, there's a little bit of a, a ruckus, a little. Oh, blah, 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 blah. and Matt turns to Foggy. Now, Foggy knows that Matt can see with his special sense. Right. So he just he doesn't have to pretend. He goes, what's going on? And I'm like, I, I, I don't understand your question. I mean, he says to Foggy, what is going on? And then Foggy has to, he says they just brought Punisher into the room. And I'm like. Did, did you just literally go blind? Because you have to know what's going on. You can see behind you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was. I, I thought it spoke more to what the uh, the tone that he was like uh, picking up more than the actual, you know, I guess sight. But, of but it. I guess, but I mean, you know, because remember he was also listening. So it's like I think he when he asked that question, the way I took it was that it's. More of like what's going on because he felt like there was something off in the tone of. The, very, I mean, the very possible. I, I just it, like I said, it wasn't like that was my major thing, but it just caught my attention. And then, as the show kept progressing for those last six, his his powers they altered, got weird for it, for plot device. And I didn't like that, but we'll get into that as more it goes on. Yeah, but I felt I felt the the trial was a little short. Explain. I was writing the question. I was like, "But well, did it feel short, or did it feel?" I, I, at first, I wasn't sure, and then I said, "That's you what know she told Ralph." Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I think what it is is that you know, it's not like we we didn't get very much testimony. You you got this, that, and then Punisher was suddenly on, and then you're like, "Well, trial's over," and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh is that how it, it works?" It, 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 it did feel like you could have got another episode of the trial, right? And it, you know, but I mean, you ha- I know they wanted to hurry up and get to the point of you know having Punisher in prison and having him um McFisk, McFisk yeah. which I didn't think was going to happen. Well, I mean, the thing is, well, it's luckily that it did because otherwise it made, you know, you were left with wondering why this guard was able to silence the Punisher, basically. Yeah. Right. And you're like, well, what in the world could this guard know? I mean, it's not like, what, I've got your family's bodies? And I'm, you know, like, <laughs> you know, the funny <laughs> part is, desecrate the, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is I thought when, um, when the guard, you know, was introduced and he, you know, whispered to Frank that whole thing about, you know, think about what you're doing and everything. Right. I'm like... Is this going to lead to some sort of like, um, remember in Jessica Jones where the guy went to the uh, the doctor? He's like, no, take me specifically oh, okay. to this guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was right. like, I hope it's not that kind right, of thing. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. I kept thinking like, I'm like, please don't tell me he's involved in some experiment or something. Yeah, it was something weird like that. And then when you saw the Kingpin, you're like, oh, okay, that worked. It was just so out of the blue. You're like, where is this going? Because like I said, the Punisher doesn't have anything you can threaten him with. Yeah. His family's all dead. <laughs> like, that's it. And, but, <laughs> you know? but you can give him something that he wants. Right. And it was yeah. information. Right. right, that's what I'm saying. But like, we find out later. And what, that's what, again, an adopted family? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this. Um, did you feel that Kingpin was more Kingpin-like in the this King- version? 
He felt more like the, the kingpin, kingpin we know. Was excellent. He was. I found him better in the few episodes that we yes. saw him in than he yes. was in in the entire first season of Daredevil. But I think part no. of that. I agree with Mike, but I'll say this. You know, shit in the first season. I'm just saying, I didn't. I wasn't in love with his version of Wilson Fisk in the first season. But I think that what they try, what Marvel tried to do was give us a back backstory. And then, you know, so basically now he's the kingpin that we know. Right. Like, like he was always, not that he was a nice guy before, but I mean, he was evil, but like, this is just like, now he's ruthless. Right. Well, now he's ruthless because he's lost everything he worked for and stuff like that. And it's got to be built it. And that, but, but did anyone else notice that his voice was really affected? Like he did not sound like that. It almost sounded like they like did something to his voice. It was just weird. I didn't check that out. Yeah, it was just it was just it was booming and and deeper than it was before. And I'm like, nah. I mean, well, it, was, it, it was more threatening, but it, it could just also was be the, in the a walls. prison. That's very possible. Echoes. I mean, it sounded good. I'm just saying, but like I noticed, it didn't sound like Vincent D'Onofrio. Like it sounded yeah. like a mocked up Vincent D'Onofrio, but it was really good. All um, right. So, um, I mean. Well, I'm distracted. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> well, how do we feel about seeing Electra finally and go? I was when she got this sigh. I was like, she finally has her sigh. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and only took what was it, like episode uh, like nine, nine or, or something like, like that. But what was really weird. Is like I'm like, so you never thought of having them before, but she never let them go afterwards. <laughs> but she they did again great choreography with those sigh. They they it felt like Electra finally. You know, when when she was moving around, I really enjoyed it. It's that. funny you said that because it reminds me of like when you're playing like Resident Evil specifically, when you find a good gun, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah I'm exactly. Going oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I'm not saying that, that leads into did anybody have an orgasm when Melvin came out with the baton? Oh, oh my God. I, I, I swear I had to wipe oh. saliva off of my face. I'm like, this is so. <laughs> I, it was beautiful. I was Literally, beautiful. I was on I was the couch. waiting for it. Yeah. I cheered. Like a silent cheer. I rewound, like, the, I rewound the scene where he gave it to him three times. <laughs> I was, I was just like, it, it was, and then beautiful. you fell asleep because you came three times and tied <laughs> exactly. The only, the only difference between that and the book um, is that it didn't curve at the top because he uses the baton also as a cane, yeah. right? You know, to have it, and that's fine that they didn't want to do that. I'm, you know, maybe they'll work that in later. You know, yeah. Well, but also I just, found interesting when they, um, when him and Electro went to that party, mm-hmm. and he wound up using his cane as a weapon, right? And I, I was like, oh, that was creative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those, I mean, those. I mean, the second half felt like it picked up big time. That's what I'm saying. It was just like night and day between that. You know? Is it me or did Stick and Matt Murdock just become dicks all of a sudden? I mean, Stick <laughs> well, was always Matt, a dick. Matt. I mean, even by the end, he was just. I, I didn't like that turn. I mean, I, we always have that. You know, the hero has a turn here and there, but he was just total dick to Foggy of all people. To I, Foggy I, loves him. To, to I'll, I'll ask you that, guys. This, and this is my personal opinion. I want to see if you guys agree or disagree. Because I do think that while Foggy was being a little bit bitchy, I do, you know, in the second half particularly, see how Matt was a big douche. But it seemed like he was so much of a douche that he made Stick look admirable. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he I did. mean, Matt was really just, he was just douchey, you know. Like, Massengill was 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 behind his production. <laughs> you know, like, the, the whole beef with um, Matt and Foggy, that whole thing could have been avoided if they each allowed each other to talk. Yeah, well, definitely. Fogger's like, I don't want to hear it. Uh, but then Matt's like, but bitch, you know, this shit's going to happen. You're probably going <laughs> to die if I don't do something. Right. I don't care. You right, know, right, it's all I care about the law But the big problem is, and of course, it is like a character, you know, flaw and development that hopefully they'll work into as, you know, in another season. It's just that Matt was just never there to talk. Yeah. Like, I mean, like it's like, dude, I understand that you're saving the day, but 
you know, you do have a career. Like, like you're not Bruce Wayne. That I mentioned in the one through seven. Like, you don't have money. Yeah. <laughs> you you need you need a job. <laughs> well, no, doesn't he have some kind of like uh, trust fund or no. insurance money or something? Because th- how do you think he's paying for his apartment? That's like a pretty through good... the through the. Um, he's sleeping with his, his landlord. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he lives in a. I mean, for for uh, TV, he lives in a hole. I mean, he, he has you, he's spending some... like three thousand dollars a month for that apartment in real reality. But right. I mean, it has Dude, with those access. windows. No, but I mean, he has yeah, he has no money or anything like that. You sure? I could have sworn he got like some kind of like trust or something from his boxer dad. <laughs> no, dude, they they were life living in squalor. They, they were living in squalor then. No, life yeah. insurance. Nah. Every no, boxer I mean, has life insurance. Not not a bad one. Well, I'll say I'll, <laughs> I'll say this about Murdoch. You started. I mean, and mind you, I didn't like the way he was a dick, but I'm glad that see with Marvel, you trust if they're dicks that it's with right. purpose, right? And you can see a lot when he started speaking to Night Nurse, right? You know, the, and she's kind of calling him out. In I shit. love Claire. Yeah, Rosera Claire. Dawson. She was. She's just too underused. Personal opinion, not story plot. No, I agree. Because I, I just she they they really have written a good character with her, and she plays her really well. Side, yeah. side note: so I'm catching up with uh, Jen, so I'm watching it again. Okay. And the shout min- out to Jen. Good. Shout out to Jen. <laughs> so every time that um, there's the scene with Matt and um, Claire, no, not Claire, Paige, uh, Paige, mm-hmm. she just utters like. <laughs> It sounds like something off the soundboard. Claire's better. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, every time, every time it's like I'm like boring old like you know like uh, like like frozen yogurt uh, page. I'm like ah, right, just get her. But you know, but you know why? Because I know I know the actress from from True Blood, and she's hot in that. Right. So I I see I don't I know it's Karen Page, but I know I see her in True Blood. I'm like yeah, she got a little little yeah. going on, oh, yeah. you know. But but I mean, and also like I loved uh, Claire's speech on the roof. Yes, the, you know. Th- again, that was again. I even found like some of their speeches, um, you know, much more impressive. Like, and also, just like uh, I love the 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 scene between Murdoch and Fisk was heaven. Oh that my god! Was it went? It was great. I mean, just to watch. Very riveting. But it was yeah. I mean, to watch Matt not even have to be like, I'll punch you in the face. He's just like, I'll just use six dollars to destroy your whole life and to see Fisk. It's just like loses shit. Yeah, I mean it was it was beautiful. And once again for Matt to get his ass kicked in. He wasn't even trying to like not get his ass. It's like, no, you just keep getting your ass kicked, dude. Um but <laughs> that scene was awesome. Just absolutely awesome. It was it was a great scene between the two of them and setting up for just a great hatred between not even Fisk and Daredevil, just Fisk and Murdoch. Yeah. You know. He's like, when I get out of here I'm going to end your whole life. Everyone you know is going to die by oh, my hand. That, that's a pretty good impersonation. I don't know what the hell you keep, you know, yell that back from. As impressions go on the cast, I'll, I, I got to give you that one. <laughs> what can I say? I do evil pretty good. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, because um, I'm, you know, I don't want to you know, take too much time with everything. What do we think of the, I, I call it the Lois Lane rescue because she always fell out of windows, but that out of the window rescue <laughs> yes. of, of, of Claire. All I thought as he rescued was a great scene. It was really well done. And I'm just like, Spidey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I That's seriously how it's saw, done. This is how it's done. <laughs> I seriously thought like um, in the Dark Knight, Wrong choice of words. I, I, that, that's the scene oh, that yeah, you played yeah. in my head the whole time. I was like, hmm, it looks very familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, the, I just think of Lois Lane because I'm like, she just used to fall out of the, the windows all the time. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm, my God. Please close that window near Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, she should just like take skydiving classes and wear a parachute all the time. You would think she would, right? <laughs> um, how did you feel about the way um, the twist with um, who was really behind the assassinations of um, all the, all the um, top-ranking people once Punisher was out of jail? I you mean the whole blacksmith storyline? Yes. I thought the blacksmith storyline was a little bit um, shoehorned in. I, I 
I didn't feel it felt as organic. And it, it wasn't it really explained no, too much? No, right. It, it was just kind of like, oh, well, we need that the Punisher has like a, a main quest too besides just the general idea of who killed my family. So we'll just create a guy that has a supervillain name for no real reason. It just felt like that. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. I just wasn't 100% behind it as much as the rest of the Punisher storyline. That's know? what I did to her. <laughs> <laughs> Did she laugh then too? <laughs> she said giggity. <laughs> did you see that coming though? That the general was the black. She did. Yes. The, the moment. The moment it was. Uh, the moment it was. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, uh, Clancy Brown. I was like, well, he's not going to be here for no reason at all, and he generally plays a bad guy. So there we go. Well, you know, I, you know, his his whole testimony threw me off because he's like, uh, you know. Um, What's this guy's? What's uh, the Punisher's name? Frank Castle. Frank, oh yeah, Frank Castle. It's like Frank Castle's a stand-up guy. You know he he well, saved he, is. <laughs> he saved um uh the whole platoon and he saved this one stubborn asshole who you know who who chose to do the wrong thing. Also, but that guy you're testifying that guy's not here. Oh, maybe I didn't make myself clear. I was that asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, the moment she said that, I knew he was the guy. You know, because I was like, oh, that'll be the guy. But um, but yeah, the moment I saw Clancy Brown, I'm like, oh, okay, he's going to be bad in some. I mean, I didn't know he'd be the blacksmith until it moved on, and I'm like, well, we don't really have any other character to be the blacksmith by this point. So yeah, ta da, <laughs> you know. Well, but I mean, but he's, I like him. I like him as an actor and stuff like he that. He oozes douchebag. Oh, he does. He's he's a, he's one of those character actors that just does that really well. And, um, yeah. and how did you guys feel about the way all the characters were resolved at the end, like? Foggy and and Matt and um, Karen and all their resolutions. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Now I left you for to, you know leading to season three, but how did you guys feel about how they were resolved? Um, the Foggy and Matt one. I mean, it, it you know it definitely hurts because I just really like their relationship. I mean, they, it they, does hurt. You know, it's just one of those really well written relationships. It's not even anything to do with the comic books. I just like their portrayal of it. So it hurt, but I mean, it hurt in a good way that like you know it leads to future storytelling. Um, hurt, but in know, a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the whole daredevil thing I was fine with that. Um, the Karen Page when I'm just like, I made a note to myself. I'm like, what? She's just got the superpower. Her her superpower is like she just has a knack for that. And I got to, I'm like, so you just became a legal assistant with no experience, and suddenly everyone's like, you got a knack for for being in the law, and then like, now she's got a knack for being a journalist. Reporter. I'm like, to the point that. Not just that she's a knack for it. That's fine. You wrote a story. She has Ben Urich's desk. Yep. He was a star reporter. She's got his desk and his, Wait a his minute. title. So, so, an old, so, so an old black guy gets replaced by a white girl? Yeah. Wow. You're missing, you can, you you're can missing, tell this is fiction. Yeah. You're, you're missing, no, 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 no. You're Wink. missing the point. What's that? She has a superpower. Yeah. Is that, was that it? Not minding her fucking business. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, like her, I just wasn't a big fan of. But I mean, but at the same time, you you know, did anyone know? Like, he was had to tell her, like, yeah. you know, the truth eventually, stuff like that. Matt had to tell her. So that d- didn't surprise me. But um, I just got tired of her, like, just showing up and being like, I'm great at this. So, 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 you, so do you guys agree with, with um, Karen Page? I mean, because. Well, I'll say this. It's not like she just shows up and is great at it because you do see throughout, especially this season, that, you know, there's an attempt to be made that she dedicates herself to whatever she's, yeah, you know, that's true. digging into. So I, I, you know, again, like, I agree with it, but she's still too fucking nosy for me. Yeah. I mean, again, she is the intrepid Lois Lane, Vicky Vale. She's all these. I mean, and that's the other weird part, too. It's like, so Daredevil's dating Lois Lane and Vicky Vale. Like, is every superhero going to date a reporter? <laughs> it's, ev- you know? it's every mass hero's hard on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how they make sure they get into the papers. It's like, you know what? I'm very vain and egotistical, and I want to make sure that I get every front page. How do I do that? That's right. 
Fuck a reporter. There you go. <laughs> now, oh, by the way, I wanted to bring up about the name, though. Go ahead. Why did Nobu suddenly call him Daredevil? And to his minions. And then Matt refers to himself as Daredevil at the end. And I'm like, but no one's called you Daredevil, I, but Nobu. And you weren't there. <laughs> I like it, though. I mean, I mean it's, I mean, it's, it's just, about time that it starts right, being spoken. But it was spoken. just weird that, like, like I, the paper should have really named him. Like, the, in other words, they kept calling him Devil right. Hell's Kitchen. That's a long title. Somebody should have been like, or Daredevil. Well, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the badass of East Harlem. I right. <laughs> no one calls you that. <laughs> Real quick before it's, you get... it's like it's like uh, this guy. It, it goes unsaid. <laughs> God. Well, um, no, it wasn't God. Um, what was this? Him was, too. Before we go to renaming the series and rating. Oh, but actually, I still have another point I want to bring up. Go, please. Um, my biggest problem, talking about Daredevil's powers. Did you notice once he hit those tunnels, they started making his power sound-based? Yeah. Like, and... Which made no sense. He has proven from season one and in every episode, every episode, he does not require sound. He's not a bat. He's not using actual echolocation. Right. He's, he has a radar sense. But I mean, like, he, remember, he couldn't fight the ninjas because he couldn't figure out where they were. Because they were, he, he said, he goes, I could, well, he said I was, they were so silently walking. And I'm like, but then this is the same person that then by episode, what, 11 or whatever, he walks into Karen's apartment after she's been kidnapped. And what does he do? He feels and feels the two knife blades in the wall. He walks over and notices two sword blades in her wall. And I'm like, well, you can evidently sense things that are not alive and don't move. Like, it was just this weird plot development. And that was the thing that bothered me because it was only for plot. Like, there was no purpose that, that they suddenly made this change other than to go, well, this will make it difficult for him to fight a ninja because he suddenly can't sense them. Right. You know? And, and the whole thing where his, like, his, like, his training wasn't complete yet. Right. That he still required more, uh, more Whistler's help with Whistler's. Like, okay, now... You've learned how to track their um, their weapons. Wait, Whistler? Uh, stick. Stick, sorry. sorry. He was going Wrong in the late. movie. Yeah. He was going in the late. I always get those two confused. It's like how two old can guys. You? Go ahead. <laughs> He's like, well, now you've tracked, um, you've tracked, what was he? he was tracking uh, their uh, their heart rate or their weapons. He was tracking their weapons before. Right. And then after that. We tried the heart. Because he said you need to do more than a heart, then he, try he, the breathing. He, he yeah. was tracking the weapons, and now he's like, okay, now you've, you've learned how to track the weapons. You should be able to learn how to track their breath, because they all have to breathe. Right. Which was evidently then enough for him to suddenly have Superman-level ability yeah. to hear across <laughs> the entire city to find Karen Page. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate everything else, but you did reach really far <laughs> yeah. for that one. Like That, that one annoyed it, but me. But it's <laughs> the one mulligan we can give him, though. Right. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I, I let it go, but it, but it was painful to watch that scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely painful to watch that scene. All well, right. Well, one, one quick thing. What was Black Rain? Well, Black, what was it? The, 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 the weapon? The big weapon? The Dark Sky? Dark Sky, yeah. There's unexplained. Because also that thing. Um, things that aren't explained. What's up with the pit? I mean, I understand. Yeah. There's, they there, never, there's, right, there's, there's a thing about setting up, but there's also like, it feels abandoned. I mean, you know, because coming but, back to it in season three or, or in another series, it's like, you should still have given me a little taste, not just it's a pit. But, is, but, but isn't that I, like, I mean, isn't the... the, the, the they may be using the the hand as an overarching theme throughout the whole series. Right, yeah. But, I mean, but again, you still shouldn't just be like, and there's a pit and then ignore it. But just like for instance. Um, I, sorry, I think the the big like vase thing that they had, that's what was in the pit. I kept thinking maybe, but it, they didn't make that clear either. You know. But um, the other thing too, like another plot point that was brought up in Drop, season, um, episode one, season two, Daredevil loses his abilities. 
Uh, okay, so you're you're, you're cuss. Right, no, no, right, no, but you're waiting for that to come up. You don't just in, in storytelling, you don't just do that like it happens in real life. Like, oh, he's got a concuss, but Took that's a that's bullet what, to the forehead. Right, right, but that's the thing that you come back to later. In other words, you, you're showing, oh my gosh, he can lose his ability. No, man, you no, got a concussion. No, yeah, but again, in storytelling, it happens you, every Sunday once you lost it. But in storytelling, you don't you don't do that. Like you don't bring up something that the power. Like in other words, you don't bring up that a superhero loses their super ability. And then don't bring it up again. But, but I think also, you know. I mean, once again, kind of like we talked about the pit, I think maybe they're going to explain, even though you might not find it very good storytelling, to introduce the idea once and just plant the seed and then wait for third season three and make it a more prominent plot point. You know, it's, it's just, you know, giving you a little taste right. of what's happening. And I'm sure that season. probably is. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I felt that was not good storytelling. Right. Right. And final point, uh, their little lead into um, Heroes for Hire, where Foggy's meeting with Jerry. Yeah, seeing how she deals with, she wants him to work with uh, other uh, superpowered beings, right? And that's gonna wait. You're to, not gonna spoil it. Wow. What? what? I, I haven't. Even, I don't even know what um, what's gonna happen with Hero Fry, Heroes Fire. Oh, so you probably missed it because they did mention a certain person who has. Well, they mentioned Jessica Jones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, I led you into a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So all I right. guess you can uh, make the horse drink, right? All right. <laughs> let's let's go real quick into. <laughs> if you had to rename this series, what would you rename it? I would rename it Daredevil. In the end, no one is friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daredevil. That's one badass uh, Billy Club on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. Uh, just. Daredevil season two. We made you wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> True, they never made you wait. And Kev, Daredevil, the season that gave Kev permanent wood <laughs> and, and, a, and a cap-like stutter. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's go for it. Ratings for Daredevil season two, Mike. Um, just like the first season, I give it a nine. Is Betsy just the name of Melvin's blow-up doll out of ten? We have not <laughs> seen this woman yet, but yet he talks about her all the time. <laughs> I swear she exists, really. It's like that, it's like that girlfriend that, that, that your friend has. Well, think about it. Even Matt school. promised to keep her safe. I'm like, you think you'd have an actress for this by now? <laughs> Kev? What are we doing here again? Ratings. <laughs> Ratings. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Can you give a rating, Daredevil? Well, I'll come back to you. Well, no, 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 no. I, I got it. I'm just deciding on how over the top I want to be. But you know what? I'll just, in homage to my man, the text, good impression, six claws. Wow, six claws. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it nine. What's up with hospital scenes being in all the season finales on Netflix? Out of ten. <laughs> another fucking hospital scene? Like, yep. it was Jessica Jones, and then now another hospital scene? Yo, Claire got to get out. Well, thank goodness well, Claire got out. no job now. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Ralph, I give it also a nine. Uh, that is one badass Billy Club on steroids out of ten. Wow, yeah. no yeah. imagination. <laughs> no, that's I'm still like when that thing came out. It was no, like, the baton is fantastic. What? That was so nice. You, you you talked about it twice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she did. <laughs> so there you have it, Daredevil season two. People say not as good as season one, but. You should decide. It's definitely a good uh, good watch. You so. should be drug tested as well. Whoa, 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 whoa. So we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after somebody hits me in the head with a billy club and see what happens. So you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, 
Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Alright, we're back, and now for the second half, we're gonna talk, we're gonna shift gears and go from Marvel Netflix to DC Animated. Wait, and what gear were we in? We were in Marvel and now we're in DC. Number wise. You don't know how to drive. <sighs> it's goodness. <laughs> Figure of speech. I'm, I'm taking liberties. God damn it. Okay, sh- <laughs> shut the fuck up. All right. You know, no, instead, this of, is instead what of him we taking liberty, for. he should have taken death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know half our audience who were like under 30 are like, what does he mean by that? <laughs> this so, is what we live for. Yeah. Aggravate the cat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you wonder why I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We know exactly what we're um, So what we're going to talk about is the new DC animated movie, Justice League versus Teen Titans, which a lot of people have been talking about. So with the synopsis, is MFG Mike the Hater, a.k.a. Mike the Finance Guy. I never hate. <laughs> he, just obliterate. By the way, Mike, before you start, just know I'm working on the um, hate point average that we talked about. I'm working on it. Oh, well, <laughs> but the, the fact that you're doing anything mathematical, I, I have no faith in this already. I'm not Gabe. Fuck you. <laughs> Shout out to Gabe. I'm kidding, bro. Unfortunately, when Fuck it was, Gabe. Unfortunately, when it was just me, Kevin, and Cap, you know, getting some food, and he... Gave four plates to the three of us. You know, that's... Ooh, <laughs> right. That is just one of those things. Look, old man, I knew your hands are weak, so I doubled it up so your ass wouldn't spill it. Go with your fucking synopsis. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Justice League versus Teen Titans is the latest direct Oh, no, fuck that. We want to see the cat versus MFG. <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> When I when I feel like just hitting something once and having it knocked down, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so leave it. So out. back to this. So back to this. <laughs> Justice League versus Teen Titans is the latest direct-to-video animated superhero film from DC Universe Animated Original Movies. I hate the name of that company. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the film was directed by Sam Lee. Uh, he did uh, Justice League: Gods and Monsters, and it was written by Alan Burnett and Brian Q. Miller. Uh, JLVTT, because I'm tired of saying it, had its U.S. premiere at WonderCon on March 26th and was released via digital download on March 29th. The film will be available on DVD and Blu-ray beginning April 12th. With a 79-minute runtime, the feature is among the shorter animations released by the studio. JLVTT introduces the Teen Titans to the animated universe sparked by Justice League War. Now for a synopsis. Alrighty, Kid Flash, Speedy, Aqualad, and Wonder Girl join forces with young Dick Grayson as Robin to step out from the shadows of their mentors and battle evil. And, uh, wait, what? None of them? <laughs> but Robin is there. It's fucking Damien, date rape progeny Wayne as Robin? Oh, fuck. Alright, alright. Batman sends temper tantrum Robin to live with the Teen Titans in a gigantic T-shaped building on an island that Robin has, somehow, neither seen nor heard of up until this point. The iteration of this team is unlike either cartoon version and consists of Starfire, Beast Boy, Blue Beetle, and Raven. Now, faster than you can say, holy chubby, Robin is sweating Raven like R. Kelly watching a 12-year-old girl waiting in line to pee. (laughs) But of course, Raven has a secret of her own. Is it cooties? Is she a tranny? Nope. 
It's her daddy, Trigon, and he has enslaved the Justice League in his bid to take over the Earth. Can the worst date song in the history of teen movies and a vomit-inducing cheesy 80s costume change montage save the day? Well, only suddenly Goomba Grayson knows, and he's too busy trying to get a peek at Starfire's Oompa Loompa breasts. <laughs> Alrighty, the movie is starring Stuart Allen as Damian Wayne Robin, Tysa Farmiga as Rachel Roth Raymond. By the way, did anyone know Raven's name is Rachel Roth? I know. I did nope, not know no. that. And that's actually not from the movie. That's, that's canon. That's canon. Wow. Uh, Brandon Sue Hu as Garfield Lou, Beast Boy. I'm Garfield Logan, not Lou. Sorry. I was like, Lou? He's Asian? <laughs> now he is. Uh, Carrie Walgren as Coriander, Starfire. Uh, Jake T. Austin as Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. John Berthal, again, we have him as Trigon. Uh, Jason O'Mara as Bruce Wayne, Batman. Sean Maher as Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Jerry O'Connell as Clark Kent, Superman. Rosario Dawson was also in this movie. What? Uh, as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. Oh, wow. Christopher Gorham as Barry Allen Flash. And Shamar Moore as Victor Stone Cyborg. Wow. Okay. Really? Shamar Moore? Yeah. Uh, who's that, that? That's a good looking gentleman. Yeah. He's from Criminal Minds. You'd dig him. Uh, you would. Uh, I've never seen the show. <laughs> I, I, we all dig him. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the show. <laughs> okay. So before we even start, Ralph, you know what to do. Then why didn't he do it? He doesn't. <laughs> Warning. There might be spoilers. Oh, there will be spoilers. It's not Ralph's fault. So it's always Ralph's fault. Just press the button. Swear to God. We can't do this shit right. So leave Ralph alone. F Ralph. F Ralph. F Ralph. F Ralph. All right. I'm going to miss that one. Ralph will have his revenge. All right. Like Montezuma. So JL, you said JLVTT? Yep. I'm going to use that. Fuck it. So JLVTT. Um, like Mike said, in the- <laughs> it just sounds so dirty. <laughs> you that guys are- also sounds like the venereal. Disease. You guys are twelve years old. All right. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry, geezer. JLA Titans. There we go. And, All you, right. and you wonder why Hipster Tom brings the maturity level that we require to our podcast. <laughs> fuck Hipster Tom. See, Kev, don't say that. <laughs> I'll say it again. Fuck Hipster Tom. And fuck the other midget too. <laughs> oh. Sounds like we have another debate. When they transform. They still need three more people to make Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what if Ivan was the body? That'd be some long arms and a short body. Oh, dude, dude, <laughs> Mexican <imagine>? Voltron. <laughs> well, like, he's the head. It no. looks like Pinhead from the Puppet Master. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. That's Time like out. when you Time go to the circus and they ride that small bike. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Time out. Those are my boys. I love them. But, that, but we're, uh, just FYI, we them too. we're trying to coax you into being on the show. Damn right. Even though they're going to wait for an invite. So actually... Hipster time will be on soon, but let me let's not let's not digress anymore. To get your ass oh boy, here we go. All right, so as Mike said in the synopsis, the Titans were definitely different than they were from their first two iterations in the cartoon universe. I mean, I don't say the first two because they had a Teen Titans cartoon in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, nobody remembers it, but it was on Boomerang for a little bit. I didn't even know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were they were all that the Justice League, the Atom, all those like, people what, had those sixties comic. I mean, those the lines of Super Friends and stuff. No, like, not Super Friends. This is the sixties. This is when the, they were all like shorts. So. That's, like that. that's when the cat was in college, so he was watching. If it, you like, ever saw uh, those Superman cartoons <laughs> where at the very end he does that wink and it's always dorn, and yeah. he always does the wink to the camera, mm-hmm. those cartoons were from the 60s. And like there was a whole bunch of the Adam, the Flash, Justice League, Teen Titan. And they had Teen like Titan. So, yeah. I mean, so I stand corrected. It's not the first two iterations, but the, the first two recent iterations by, th- by this DC universe that we know of. This Teen Titan group is totally different right. than the other group. How did you feel about it? Because I know we saw the preview for it from the last animated series we saw, mm-hmm. or the animated um, special that we saw. How did you feel about that walk coming into it, knowing that it was going to be Damien 
leading the Titans with a whole bunch of Titans that you didn't know. Well, it wasn't really Damien leading them. It was uh, Starfire was the lead. In name. She was, she was a figurehead. In name. She was, she was Queen Elizabeth of that fucking match. <laughs> she was. That is true. Yeah, That's I mean, true. and which, of course, still made no sense. Um, I mean, well, you know, I can't stand Damian Wayne. And I especially, I hate him in the comics. I despise the way he is in the, in the cartoons, uh, in the animated films. Um, so there's already that. And I wasn't a big fan of knowing that he was going to be the, you know, in the Teen Titans for this one. But the, none of the trailers or anything ever excited me. And unfortunately, neither did the finished production. Wow. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay. Yeah. All I, right. I don't know. See, I I, I always take um, this Damien Wayne, the one that's uh, animated. I always use the thought process of what if Batman were really a brat? You know, like because you know Batman right. for you know he's a dick, he's brooding and all that, but you know he's you know civil, moral, and you know that's right. a good heart. Yeah, right. but I'm like if you know. If this is your son, then, you know, I like the way that they make him be, like, the opposites. Like, all right, this is what Batman would be in today's, you know, upbringing or some sort of... Like, I don't know. I look at it that way and... and Batman Batman wasn't also raised by a bunch of assassins. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's really his... I mean, it's his son in genetics only. You know, like, he has nothing to do with any of his personality because your personality is formed by time... By time he gets Damien, his personality is fully formed. Oh. Yeah, so this is just who he is, you know. And I'm like, yeah. he's not killing now. Now, well, <laughs> well, well, he he had a little taste of that, right? Which is another story. But it was actually really it. funny that um, in it that uh, Nightwing says to him like, you know, don't cut off anybody's head. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, he did that in the comics. Foreshadowing. <laughs> well, he did it in the comics. It's the funny part. So yeah, you know. but um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. But I, I wasn't a fan of the of the Titans themselves. They, they were like a watered-down version of any version of the Titans. You know what's funny? Even if they chose those characters, I was still hoping for something better. But there was no synergy. There was no, yeah. like, like, like some kind of cohesion with them. Like, usually you can have a bunch of horrible characters. But if they work well together and, and they yeah. bounce, their, their, their personalities bounce off each other, yeah. it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, there's, I don't say there's no fun, but it just seemed very muted. Yeah. Like, it was trying to force, like... I, I like the Jaime that was on um, Young Justice. That Jaime right. I liked. I didn't like this Jaime. Well, it's, what was weird was that it, you got the feel. Well, I mean, you know that they've been working together as Titans for a while. Not right. years, obviously. They're teenagers, but they've been together for a while. But they kept acting as if they just met a week ago. Yeah. Like, you know, so that it made no sense. It, it just, it just like I said, it didn't flow together. Um, did, did this Jaime seem more like if he was like an ex-Marine kind of Jaime? I don't know what the hell he was right? supposed to be. With the whole this Jaime and everything. Was, well, it wasn't supposed to be Buzz because it was supposed to be more of a mohawk. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, yeah. he's hip and young and, and you know, putting his thumb up to authority, you know. His, his thumb nose. up? <laughs> uh, his thumb, his thumbing his nose. Part. <laughs> I was about to say middle finger, but I was like, oh. I'll I was like, putting his thumb to authority? That's like, yeah, guy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what he was doing. No, he wasn't. <laughs> this high made of me was like, yeah, I don't know, you're trying too hard, dude. Yeah. You know? Well, and also, I mean, like, granted, though, there was, I mean, and thank God they at least gave us a crumb of a comeuppance, but because it's just like, that um, beetle machine, that the symbiote, the scarab, uh, you know, yeah, the scarab, it's deadly. And the fact that Damien Wayne is cleaning the floor with him. And I'm like, you know, so finally, like, he does that one last burst. And it's just like, yeah, first of all, it should just disintegrated him. And then I would have been a happier person. Um, <laughs> but, but it was just like, I'm like, once again, it was just that whole, like, you know, it, you, you take it in, like, the, the Teen Titans Go one where it's much more cartoony and stuff like that. But when you're trying to give me an animated, you know, feature and stuff like that, that Robin taking down all of them. No. 
<laughs> I, I, you know, I don't care about the League of Assassins. If that's the case, if the League of Assassins was all that good, they wouldn't keep getting their asses kicked. Yeah. If the League <laughs> of Assassins were that good, they'd be in control. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got a question. Go. Isn't Raven and Starfire supposed to be close in age? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, by time, the, the Teen Titans, I mean, I think they still were called Teen Titans when they introduced, or were they finally rebranded as Titans when, when? the new team was finally reintroduced with um, George Perez? I were they s- Titans or Teen no, Titans? No, they were Teen Titans. Right, but I mean, but only When George Perez and Mark Wolfen? I'm talking about when Raven, the whole storyline that relaunched. Remember, Titans number one introduced Raven and her mission. She's the one that gathers them back together. She's, they're not, they didn't reboot them. Yeah. They just I'll, said I'll they had disbanded because they're all sure. older. I'm not sure we have to look that up. Yeah, um, but... Yeah, they were all old. I mean, let's, let's put it this way. If they were teens, they were all 19. Like, let's put I mean, you know, but yeah, they were definitely adults, legally adults by that okay. point, all you right. know. Because yeah. like I said, if they, were, if they were teen titans, then they were shortly thereafter called titans, you know. It's, it's funny. Speaking of, speaking of um, legally teenagers, um, at least we got the answer to, wow, um, Nightwing's talking to um, Starfire on the phone talking about they did X, Y, and Z together. At least we know that now. They made Starfire way older, which felt weird. Yeah, but we don't know how much older. Like, well, we know she, that they were, like, 12 to 14, but she could have just been, like, 18. She's just... No, well, she's at least similar <laughs> she to She seemed age 20. Age. She didn't she was no. 20, 21. I, I would imagine she's supposed to be the same age as Dick. You know, whatever age that Goomba is. Guido Dick? <laughs> yeah. Guido Dick. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Raven's first appearance, Teen Titans. Teen Titans, number 16. So, it was, it was a Teen Titan. Okay. Teen Titan. I wasn't now, sure. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, guys, because... <laughs> You guys mentioned Goomba Dick, but <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds horrible. That's a good T-shirt what we should make. Was it? I mean, I thought this was animated, family friendly. What was with the web sex? Him and uh, yeah, I did not understand that, and only he was into it. Because she was just like she was just laying down. Yeah, she was like laying down and stretching. And like every other time, was like her boobs were in the shot. Yeah. Like, I'm like, he's and, like, and, yeah. you, and you never saw both of of Grayson's hands, so yeah. you know what was that? He was like, "Yo, where you go?" And he's just trying to look at her. I'm like, seriously, Robin, you don't. <laughs> you don't get out enough like what being the, the ward of a billionaire doesn't give you enough credit with the women baby girl I'm trying, I'm trying <laughs> to finish a job here I'm trying to finish a job here <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I'm, chain on the outside though I'm like what if, who decided that that defined Dick Grayson in the animated so, world um, Jay Oliva is, is in charge of the is in charge of the animated division oh, of DC yeah. right you need to send him a letter because <laughs> I'm sorry that that Goomba Goomba Dick is one of the things that's driving me crazy. Are you watching Jersey Shore when you think of Dick Grayson? (laughs) Probably. Hey Starfire, who better than you? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Mama Luke over here. (laughs) Fucking guy. eh? Fucking guy here. (laughs) Fuck out of here. (laughs) Um. So, what I was gonna say? uh, Oh, shit! I lost my place. Okay, I got it now. Um. Did you feel, did you want Damien, even though I know you don't like Damien, I don't know how you feel about Damien so much, Ralph, because Ralph, you're a little bit more agreeable, a little bit. <laughs> I didn't have that big of a problem with him. The only thing is like, all right, you got to know your limits. When he picked that fight with, with Blue Beetle, it's like, are you fucking serious? This guy, he, his, he's wearing advanced technology more than what you have. And sure, you, you, okay, his whole thing of here's the difference between you. You wear a weapon. I am the weapon. I'm like, that was a cool punchline though. It is, but it's like, this guy's a fucking, he, he is a weapon also. Just because he wears it doesn't mean right. that he's not. He, he is the weapon too. He got too. his ass whipped like he wasn't a weapon. And if, I, if I had written that scene, if I had written that scene though, he would have been like, you know, you wear a weapon, I am a weapon. I would have had that beetle weapon just grab him and smack him up. Yeah. And be like, and now you know. <laughs> that would have been like, oh, was like, what? Well, now the weapon is talking. Yeah, exactly. You just start, instead of shooting him, just <laughs> yeah. beats the crap like, out of that. Well, that's the great. thing. I, I feel that 
they should not have made the 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 uh, animated introduction, uh, the animated film introduction to Teen Titans. They should have had a solo movie. Um, yeah, and, okay. And, and if they, I mean, and again, they could have done a montage if you didn't want like a literal how they met one by one, but they should have done a quick montage yeah. and a team building movie. Yeah. I, I think this introduction was a huge mistake it, because you, you don't get a lot of information about them. Like, for instance, if you, if you aren't a watcher, because the thing is, if you watch any of the Titan shows, you don't really understand who the Blue Beetle is. Right. You had to have watched like Batman Brave and the Bold. Right. And, um, well, that's really about, that's the only one, that you, I mean, and maybe Justice. And if you didn't catch those and you're catching this, you don't understand, like, well, why is it you're talking to the machine versus Heim? Like, like you don't, and you don't understand also how vicious that machine really is. You right. Know? So, like, and other, other little things, like, you know, it's kind of going on, like, well, you know what these characters are. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be telling me who they are. Right. You know, like, so I, I just didn't feel this was a good introduction piece. I, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a part of it that, that DC, or at least, I'm sorry, there's a big thing that I feel like DC movies and DC animated have a mistake with. I think DC movies want you to kind of jump on board with these stories, but not wanting to give background. Like they gave you what you want, which is Justice League Teen Titans, but don't give you, you know, don't give you why the Teen Titans are important and that kind right. of stuff. And then lead you in later on. It's kind of what they did with Batman v Superman. They gave you the fight you wanted, but didn't give you the, 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 the background you needed to make it, to make you invested. Right. You know, and I think that's part of DC's problem across the board. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, and I mean, granted, they, they evidently, only noticed the word teen in the Teen Titans. That, that whole like go- carnival scene, that <laughs> music, I I it was like the worst. We didn't hire an actual boy band to make a song. We just pretended there was a boy band that really made this song. It no, took I'm, me back to '98 TR all over. Yeah, it, it was you know <laughs> horrible. I'm Shout about like ninety percent sure that the song that they were dancing to was K-pop. <laughs> it probably it could have been about ninety percent. Yeah, no, it could have been. Yeah, no, no, good pull, good pull, no, Ralph. It, Absolutely, it, it's very it, it probably was. It was, but it was horrible. And so was the whole scene. Like there was nothing you really need. Like that whole dance off. Yeah, was stupid. It wasn't even like, <laughs> but it was contrived. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, just, it, 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 it was, that was contrived. The fight between JLA and the fucking yeah. Titans was contrived. It, it, that's my problem with this movie. It, the, the dance off that really got me. I'm like, so because it was really stupid. I actually watched it with a friend of mine, and I'm like. So Robin is just like, I've watched enough. I don't know how to dance, but I've watched enough. So that you're dancing to the exact moves of Beast Boy, which means you're not following. You're, you're actually mentally in his mind because you're moving with him simultaneously to moves that you don't know. But then what got me is I'm like, so you beat a guy that just danced for the last hour? Yeah, you should feel proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it actually made me think. It's like, wait, so Robin is Taskmaster now? Right. <laughs> but even more he's so, but he's he more than copy. He's like he's doing them as he's doing them. And yeah. I'm like, you do know that that doesn't work like that, right? You know, it, it, like I said, it was contrived, it was stupid, and then it followed by that horrible costume changing. <laughs> I haven't seen costume changing since the '80s. I didn't even know they did that anymore in cartoons. And of all of them, the Starfire one, where her crotch oh. level pendant turns into a skirt yep. like it just shoots out and wraps around her lower body like a skirt and i'm like she was just in a one-piece bikini and now for, she's in a for what the movie was giving me i was okay with that <laughs> because was, I, yeah, honestly speaking i think the oh. the animation department had a little too much fun yes they did with that they, oh they definitely did absolutely they, they, they should have been saying things like go go starfire costume <laughs> Like that's all they were missing. It was, it was, it was literal '80s cheese. It wasn't like updated costume changey. Or it right. was just it was 
you know, pull in on the character, show me the motion lines behind them, have them flip around in a certain <laughs> move, and poof, I'm in costume. Sailor Moon. Yes. <laughs> what was even funnier, though, is like the, they did all that, right? Right. But then with Damien, is like him breaking into the car and getting his stuff, and that's it. They don't even show him. Yeah. Changing into stuff. I was waiting for. I was waiting for them to do something where like they're posing. They come out posing, and then Damien's like, "Shit, I gotta go get my stuff." No, <laughs> they, they should have just had it. Like they should have referenced like the uh, the the 1966 Batman. He should have just slid down some pole in the car in the carnival and would have just been changed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And, and the whole thing with like Beast Boys, like. We we never see him like you know straining to change. So then when he's changing into his 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 uh, his uh, beast forms, is like what the hell? What was the whole that? Uh, yeah. Why, 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 why are you showing him force? Like he's like he's like yeah. deciding which uh, animal to become, and then he turns into the tiger. I was like, what, what, yeah, really? Yeah, made no sense. Small point. I was kind of disappointed that none of the Teen Titans Go or Teen Titan original voices. were included in this. Yeah, yeah I, I assume like that. At least one at least of them Beast would be. Boy, because Beast yeah. Boy lends himself out. The most to be the same because in Go and in the regular Teen Titans, he's silly. But even that's who Justice, he is. He's the comic relief. Exactly. Right. You know, so, so you can go with that. They didn't, they didn't well, do that. Well, he was the comic relief in this one. There just was no comedy to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, but like I said, going back to the actual thing, like I, I didn't, you know, I mean, it, you know, you went for the, the tried and true Trigon because the Raven is there. But like, I just didn't feel any sense of anything. Like, I, I didn't feel the need for the Justice League to be there. Like, it just. Didn't work. So you yeah. know what didn't work for me? I'm sorry, Tech. Yeah. This villain, like he came out and he was just a walking <laughs> statue, and I'm like, all right, are you gonna like fuck up the Justice League? Or eh. you know, like it was like, eh, you guys are annoying. And then he gets to the city and it's like rampage. I'm like, dude, where was that with the people? Rampage. Who <laughs> yeah, like the people who can actually stop you. Yeah. You're just like, you know, oh, Superman punched him and he just like, you know, they walked. Yeah, they, they weren't really, you know. Uh, putting too much effort into it. it's like you know if he gets to the city it's okay we're we're like in eat in 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 Africa like Saudi Arabia kind of place you know it doesn't really matter you know these these places they they got lots of money so they'll rebuild right away <laughs> Let, let's try to slow him down but you know we, we we're hoping that eventually Raven will come and you know and, yeah. and take him out yeah that's, that, that's the other thing is Raven actually more powerful than the no. GLA no right no. like she she's was, in fact I the thing is I I I've always had a, a like. A soft spot for Raven. I think that her character should be really cool. I'm talking about the comic book version um, and stuff like that. I, you know, when her look was very unique when she first came out. The fact she comes out in that that long dress, basically with the slit up the side, the great cape, you know, with the, the fantastic hood and the, the glove, like, the way the way her gloves like the female worked. Character in Assassin's Creed, yeah, you know, like and the way the gloves worked, with only certain fingers were exposed in, and stuff in like that. Or no, no, I'm talking about the actual comic book. Okay, um, when they introduced the character and the fact that she had this, you know, you saw it there, but I just didn't like the way they do it. Her her soul self, which is that the shadow form of a raven, mm-hmm. like all that's cool. She's a lame character. Like she just like in the comics. This thing about it, when you first for the first four billion episodes you ever saw her in the comics, it was like I sense something bad. You're like, and then I'm overpowered by their harsh emotions. I'm like, they're just kind of mad. The toast burnt. Like, like, <laughs> like that's the kind of character she was. It's like she just she had this build up. Like oh, she had she's, she's an empath. Yeah, and and that was always like, oh, their feelings are hurting me. And I'm like, well, then stop going to fights. <laughs> like, 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 I, what are you here? Not we've got to save you now. Oh my god. You, you know she needs um Juggernaut's helmet. That way <laughs> Pretty much. She could know. black out all the mental things. Yeah. Like so, I always thought she was a cool character. But I just she just never seemed useful. You know. Um. Real quick. Um. The fight. 
What did you hate about it the most? I already know the first thing I hated the minute it happened. Which, which fight? The um, fight between the actual Justice League and Teen Titans. I mean, we oh, talked when about they're, when they're possessed. When they're possessed, yeah. So you know that whole thing with uh, uh, Wonder Woman, Flash, and uh, Cyborg. no, I'm just trying to think oh. of anything that stood out. I mean, I wasn't Mike, a big the fan. first thing he does when the Flash goes to attack him, Damien oh, trips him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I made actually. I forgot. I made a comment. And I said. You do understand that he moves, he can run around the earth in like, you know, span of a few seconds, but yet everyone can somehow trip him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if nothing else, you could try. You'll have no leg left, you know, <laughs> but you could try. That's like trying to trip a car. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or the simple fact that he's actually, he's moving fast enough that he can see you trying right. to trip him and he should be able to move out of the way. Yeah, because he has the ability to see to compensate for that speed. And, and mind you, yes, okay, you can say, well, it's the alien who's taken over and it's a demon. Demon, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The demon is taken over and whatever, whatever. But or, I mean, technically, yeah, it but, is yeah. an alien host because right. it's taken over. But, but yeah. either, either yeah. way, it was but, just... Yeah. <laughs> it was just, no, I mean, it was the stupidest thing that, you know, I saw. And what about the brutality that... Of, of of who was it that stopped him? It wasn't was it super, who was well, Superman in the in the after? no, but right, but I'm saying, but who was was it Superman that stopped the it? It was Superman. He, he broke his, his leg. Right, yeah. his leg. But, I mean, but broke it in the, the not the, is it the shin? What what's that bone? The shin bone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that broke his shin bone in half, and he's sitting there like, "Ow, oh, man, what a dick!" Yeah. And I'm like, "No, you'd be <laughs> screaming to high heaven and probably pass out by now. I don't care how fast you are, because if that heals like that, you'll never run again." <laughs> and then Superman's like. How long would it take you to heal? I, I need at least an hour. Well, you got ten minutes. I would, I would vibrate my hand right up his ass. <laughs> I'd be like, and how long? Does it, how long does it take you to regrow this prostate? <laughs> that was one of the only things that was kind of cool. Um, speaking of the vibrating, um, wow, um, the fact that they that they use the vibrating thing mm-hmm. as, as you know as a killing mechanism like they do on Flash the show. Right. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Kev, what did you think that um, Batman didn't play that much of a, a role in this movie where he actually took himself out? <laughs> Smart, because he said, look, this movie, I see some holes in it. <laughs> it's not going to do too much. I'm not going to so. <laughs> when, 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 when Trigun shows up and stuff like that, and Batman barely was around, I'm like, all I imagined was that the cut footage was that Batman just looked up Shot a, uh, his his bat grappling hook at it. It bounced <laughs> off the leg or something like that, and he just went, "What the fuck am I doing? I'm just a rich man in a costume." <laughs> like, like, watch him up. Real, real, realization sets in. <laughs> what the hell? He just knocked down Superman. I worship Superman in our idol in my bedroom. <laughs> no, it, it it'd probably be something along like remember that Teen Titans Go episode where Robin is like um, he feeling insecure about not having powers mm-hmm. and how. Each of the Titans is sort of like helping him, like saving him. Right. It'd be that situation where Batman is trying to stop Trigon and then he's going to get in the way so Superman saves him. And then something else happens and then Wonder Woman takes him out of the way. And then the Flash comes and saves him too. It's like they're all oh trying, my God. Instead of them trying to stop Trigon, they're just saving Batman. <laughs> That's pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. That would probably be a better movie than this movie. Yeah. Saving Batman. Yeah. Saving Batman. <laughs> and what it be like about what, thank God turned out to just be a demon in disguise. Did anyone get worried when we finally saw Rachel Ghoul? No. I didn't get worried. I did because I'm like, they really could seriously be going with this because it's like you are getting that Lazarus pit from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Seemed plausible and then at the same time I was like, damn. No. no, I mean it's plausible in the comic book way, but I'm like, this would have been the worst thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you actually Lazarus you actually Ghoul. worried. I w- because I watched the rest of the movie. <laughs> so I had lots of reason to worry. No, 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 no. But the movie was going so bad that I was 
actually considering. I'm like, well, wow. that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm okay, saying okay. I've watched that. He's saying you got worried. I'm like, yeah, because I watched the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, before we go into renaming the movie and ratings, did you? Did everybody watch Beyond the Credits? Yes. Okay, so you saw Beyond the Credits. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to. Yes, you were. Yeah, Sometimes they'll do it. Right, spoil it. Fuck it. Spoil this is it. me. All right, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> oh, we're out of time. So four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got the little credits, right? Then you go back. They pan out. You see Titan's Tower in the distance. You see. Oh wait, no, no, no! I know exactly. Rushing. What yes, you see and, the again. And you see the tired tower. old throw in that's what you saw (laughs) and that's what i meant to mention but go on i'm sorry so as as the the, uh, camera pans out in the distance you see something rushing towards titan's tower and they zoom into that and what you see you see terror on a boulder flying towards uh titan's tower yeah and you're like you see who terror terror remember the terror she's been in all the versions remember the regular titans cartoon the one that beast boy falls in love with she's working for slade oh it's this it's the it's their it's so sad when you realize the Titans. Is it one trick the, pony? The, 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 they have had. They've been around since. I mean, as the Teen Titans, as a formidable team since the seventies, like late seventies, as, as right. the team that you kind of know. They have evidently one storyline that is worth talking about, and it is the most tired storyline. More importantly, it, I'm sorry. I also get tired of the of Slade just being their one guy, and I'm like, Slade is such a badass. He should be upgraded with uh, the top guys, in my yeah. opinion. With the top heroes as yeah. one of their villains, you know there there was like uh, uh, I, I once checked out this forum and there was a theory because you never know who Slade um, was in like the Teen Titans cartoons. They've never really explained it, mm-hmm. so it was this theory that they said that it was actually Bruce Wayne pretending to be um, Slade, so that he was like <laughs> testing the Titans every time or something like that. It would have made for a better storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if nothing else. They should have, like, the end of this movie should have been a reveal of, let's say, for instance, shadowy figure watching the battle go on on a monitor. Oh, this could stop my plans. Boom, it's Deathstroke. Yeah. That would have been a better ending. Terra right. is showing up. It's just like, come on, you, you've already jumped into the Terra gun? Like, mm-hmm. like, we haven't even established, because, I mean, she was working for Deathstroke. Like, we haven't even established that Deathstroke is on their radar yet. Right. Know? Like, He's, they didn't it, have it was just, I saw it and it depressed me. I'm like, it's just like how, you know, and again, though, but I, I like the reaction, but remember when we've had conversations and I'm like, how many times are we going to have to watch Batman fight the Joker? How many times are we going to have to watch Superman fight Lex Luthor? I mean, it's like, it's tiring. Right. And I've watched those a billion times more than this, and I'm already sick and tired of terror. You know, I, I'm, for, for I never those, get tired of seeing Batman fight the Joker. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Terra is a terror kinetic. That means that she can move Earth and... Uh, you know, open up big sinkholes and I've been said to be able to move the earth too, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Really, really quick. Well, if I had a jackhammer too, I can move the earth. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, let's rename the movie. I'm going to call it Justice Bleed. Justice Bleed. Justice Bleed. That that would be enough. It's Justice Bleed. Time of the month. (laughs) Justice League Teen Titans. Almost as bad as go. (laughs) Kev? Come back to me on this. Uh, all right. <laughs> I kind of guessed to see. Ralph? <laughs> Justice League versus Teen Titans. I put a track on everyone as soon as I meet them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well done, Damien. <laughs> Mike? Um, I would call it Proven Hit or Miss Animated Group versus a Disappointing First Time in a Feature Film Animated Group. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, um, put uh, abbreviate that so it's just the letters. <laughs> P-H-O-R-M... A G V A D F T I A F F A G. 
I don't know And in somebody else's language, it probably spells sucks. All right. <laughs> we get hate mail from, from Johannes. <laughs> shout out to Johannes. I got a shout out for you later, Johannes. All right. So let's see how we really feel. Ratings for. Oh, he, he didn't. Uh, oh, Kev. Wait, you're back? Oh, shit. Yeah, we went He's around. the worst host ever. <laughs> the, worst, the, the worst guest host ever. <laughs> Teen Titans go somewhere. <laughs> Simple and Teen Simple. Titans. Go, <laughs> please. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a bad team to take with them. Uh, <laughs> all right, ratings for Teen Titans, um, Justice League versus Teen Titans. Kev, four out of ten trackers. Every time I meet somebody new, I had to take that from Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ralph, I give it six out of ten uh, decapitations in hell. Ooh, nice. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it four and a half punches to Raven's head that could unleash hellish terror on the world out of ten. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking trapping that stupid ass. <laughs> I was wondering where that crystal was. Yeah. Uh. Mike? Yeah, but how are you going to sleep with that crystal on you? I'll fucking kill you, bitch! Can't sleep now, right, bitch? <laughs> There's a mute button, actually. I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. um, I give it five. Starfire's crotch medallion turned into a skirt. <laughs> Out of ten. <laughs> yes, I should did. Stupid. <laughs> what? But why is that exciting? Wouldn't you have been better off in her thong one piece? <laughs> like, like, how is a skirt more exciting? It makes you wonder. If you're wondering about a cartoon character, that should make you wonder alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There you have it. Justice League versus Teen Titans. I can't even say well, how bad it is. But it's not as bad as some other ones. Actually, yes, it is. All right, but don't go anywhere, guys, because Geeks on the Go is next. <laughs> Geeks on the Go. Now with this cat. And more Kev, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and more Kev. All right, so you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we never make it under a minute. But hey, you know. Whose fault is that? Not Maybe mine. yours. Not mine. The question know. asker. The question oh, writer. These questions are real short. Really? No, the, no. the one with three parts? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a multiple choice and an essay. Spell essay. <laughs> essay. <laughs> oh, man. Ready? H-E-F-F-E? Hefe? <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Those with a G. Uh, Ready, set, go. If you have the juggernaut running toward you, which weapon would you grab? Green Lantern's ring, Batman's grappling hook, or Cap's shield? Mike. Oh, my ass and kiss it goodbye, but it's <laughs> <laughs> running towards you. Um, I grabbed the ring. Batman's hook and cap shield wouldn't do a damn thing against his unstoppable force. All right. Big Gev. Uses leverage against him. Grab the bat hook, tie his ankles up, let him fucking get a concussion when he hits the ground. And it all comes back to Batman. And we're not talking about his helmet. Ralph? <laughs> I'd grab the ring and then uh, make a, a, a track right under his feet so he, he'll keep on running forever and like up to the sky. And then just like, make him stop and he'll fall. Wow, that was the most third grade answer I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. What, Tomorrow we do math. Shush. <laughs> What's one word to describe DC's movie franchise next move after Batman v Superman? Ralph. Suicide? <laughs> Kev? Shit. <laughs> Mike? Bankrupt. <laughs> oh, shit. How long before Marvel retcons their universe again? Mike? Uh, as long as it takes Stan Lee to bitch slap the entire editorial staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you haven't read Stan Lee's writing, I'm not sure if, you, if, you, if we're in better hands in that case. Um, Ralph? Haven't you seen uh, their retcon schedule? There's one scheduled every day for like the next few years. Shit. <laughs> that sounds more like DC. I think yeah. you got the wrong one. <laughs> um, Kev? It sounds like they're in competition with DC. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> so, so, so how long do you think? Uh, 
Well, let's see. They'll do it once for every DCs twice. So next week. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, what other Marvel character could have a movie similar to Deadpool? Kev. <sighs> if they did it right. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I don't know from Kev. I think it was Jack Bauer. <laughs> it's not a Marvel character. I don't care. <laughs> Ralph. I would have to say maybe Bullseye and or Taskmaster. I also think task, Taskmaster as well. That could possibly go. I mean, yeah. especially if you read Taskmaster in a few of the Deadpool comic books. And I believe it's Agent X, which was supposed to be Deadpool. Yeah. They use Taskmaster very much like Deadpool. Oh, so it's really good. Yeah. Mike? Um, I'd say Madcap. Uh, he just... He was the original Deadpool before there was even a Deadpool. Madcap. Madcap was uh, he was he's a villain-ish, but I mean he's I know he's been in the Deadpool comics of late because like I said he existed long before Deadpool. He existed like six years before Deadpool, but uh, he's a human mutate, so he's a mutant. Um, he has the ability to instantly heal, not like regenerate. I mean, just literally, if he is crushed to death, he will instantly resurrect. He just instantly heals. Wow! And if you gaze into his eyes, you become pleasantly insane. Basically, it's, he just makes you go madcap. See, but when we yeah. say like Deadpool, um, I'm thinking like the vocabulary and all right, that. Right, but I mean, that's the whole thing is that he breaks the fourth wall. He just finds humor in any stupid thing. Um, and, you know, he could just kill if he wants to. I mean, like, yeah, he's just, like I said, he is Deadpool before there was Deadpool. Yeah. A uh, solo Star Lord movie, maybe? Star Lord? Yeah. But it's possible. Yeah. But I think we already have a visioning uh, of Star Lord. We already have an idea of how they want to go about it with him. So I'm I out. Just, if if it was like a DC character and they wanted to do humor, maybe Plastic Man, Lobo, yo, still with the Plastic Man. Well, Lobo, <laughs> Lobo's DC, man. but yeah, I mean, we Lobo tech- would, well, that we have, would be a crazy movie. That would be a crazy movie, and we have the technology to make you know at least visually a good Plastic Man movie. So yeah. it would be interesting to see if they ever will go along that line. You they know? could, yeah. Absolutely. Although I would demand that they keep um, the actor who did his voiceover in uh, Justice League, uh, Raymond's brother, and everybody loves Raymond. Oh, that, I didn't know that's who did the that's, voice. That's oh, okay. shit, really? I would, okay. I would demand. <laughs> wow, demand. Demand. And, and, he's right. got, and he's got to keep his one piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, shout outs. Um, first off, shout out to Jahan. He's always giving us good feedback, always hitting us up. And he threw out a comment saying that he's saving up for his New York trip. And I told him, look, we're, we got you down. Just make it to New York. Now I've said it on, now I've said it on the podcast. Get your ass over here. Damn Jones. right. Yeah. And he um he actually uh he was uh drawing a picture of Nightwing for the portrait that he's doing for us. Yeah. And he said he messed up and he tagged me in the picture. It still looked pretty good. It's really. Yeah. I haven't seen any of these. Really? You haven't seen any of them? Well, it was not, on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. Yeah. But I know sometimes he puts his Instagram stuff on Facebook. Did, was was it one of those? Or well, no, I, no I, I only saw it on, on Instagram. I don't know if you thought oh, okay. it on Facebook. Cool. Yeah. Um, shout out to Bosch. Um, uh, I see Bosch. Bosch. I don't see Cheyenne, so I'm wondering. Wh- let's, let's, let's get this, let's get this wrestling podcast going, please. Before I have to create one. I'm kidding. I can't have the time for that. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and um, shout out to my lovely wife Gigi for making our daughter's first birthday party an awesome one. You are my my ace in the hole. You are the rock. I love you. You're and- married to the rock. Oh my <laughs> <You> god. <smell. laughs> No, you do smell. No, I do smell. <laughs> That's why when you, when you have a one-year-old birthday party the day before, you don't you don't pay. You fucking go to sleep. That's all you do. That's me. Shit. <laughs> Any other shout-outs, gentlemen? Mike, Ralph, Kev? Uh, shout-out to my lovely nieces, both Aaron and, and Cheryl. 
That's Aaron, my niece, not the other Aaron that probably hasn't listened to this podcast yet. She knows who she is. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it two months later. Oh, you're funny, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Um, and shout out to my sister. I don't know if she ever listened to this podcast, but hopefully she is doing well. Hopefully she does better. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Kev, what you got? Shout out to Jen. Oh, I guess I'm done. <laughs> you sound like you were done. I was done. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen. I, I was hey, gonna, Jen. I've been meaning to shout her out more throughout the whole process, but every time I think about Jen, I think about being respectful, and when we're doing the show, we're all raunchy as shit, so I'm like, <laughs> not going to shout anybody else out. Shout like, out to Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a douchebag. You should fucking lick here, period blood. Shout out to Jen, by the way. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> well... I like to shout out to all my fans out there. You know who you are. All Thanks, my- Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the that's the president of my fan club right there. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> mom, I love you. I know you never listen, but hey, there's uh, one time maybe you'll listen. It's like that intro to the Notorious B.I.G. song. This goes out to you and, and you, you, but he only means that one you. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing one Pretty way over much. and over. <laughs> you know you? Oh, I, I didn't know he was that popular. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I guess that's the end of the show. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I do have to shout out, obviously, Johannes. Keep up the crazy Instagram page. And I would promise I had to do this. I apologize for hijacking the show for a bit. (laughs) Shout out to the Super Friends chat, a.k.a. the annoying best friends that I have. Ed's, Fred, Rob, Kiki, Chunky. Fuck all you. I love you. Wait, hold on, (laughs) hold on, hold on. You came on our podcast. To shout somebody else's podcast that we don't no, even know? No, no, no. It's not a podcast. It's a chat. I'm okay. in a chat name. Oh, okay. The, super right. the chat changes. The chat name changes. Like all right. Look at him getting all defensive. <laughs> this sounds suspicious. Yeah, we'll thank you. Mike and I looked at each other and that looked like, you see this shit going on right here? What's going on around here? I'm glad Mike and I communicate that way. Ralph's too busy on his phone talking to the whores. <laughs> They're not whores. He doesn't pay them. They're just just sluts. (laughs) Exactly. Then they're just sorry. So for (laughs) MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RC Square, Ralph the Tech, fuck you too. And of always welcome, Big Kev. This is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. And Ivan and Tom, I am so sorry. Actually, I'm not. But let's see what you guys got to say. Show your faces and then you'll see how sorry we are. He can't reach that at all. (laughs) Challenge.